Hello and welcome to the Pals Anime Lounge, a podcast where a bunch of pals get together to talk about anime. I'm your host Ace, and joining me are Artura. Hello everyone. And Gozo Goz. Gomennasai Nihongo Hanasemasen. I caught Gohan, I actually caught a word this time. <laughs> no, there was no Gohan. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a Gohan, I heard a Gohan in there. Well, technically, yeah. In today's episode, we're talking about, funnily enough, Dragon Ball Z, which, you know, has Gohan in it. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, plan to eradicate the Super Saiyans, aka Dragon Ball Super Saiyajin Zetsumatsu Keikaku, an OVA from 2010. I chose this one because I wanted to have something short after a couple of long ones. It was produced by Toei Animation, the studio behind well, Dragon Ball, but also Digimon, One Piece, Sailor Moon, everything popular in the West, basically. Dragon Ball Z Plan to Eradicate the Super Saiyans currently has a My Anime List score of 6.60. This is based on the Famicom, Nintendo Entertainment System, a game of the same name, developed by Tosei and published by Bandai. It's actually a remake of a 1993 OVA, which was based on that. So, hey, we might cover that version too at some point. Yay! My summary of this OVA is, when an old grudge takes on a form of its own, it threatens Earth, and only the Z fighters can stop it. Azura, what's yours? Back to the scenes, the third planet of the two friends, a man, uh, Dr. Laichi uses his invention, Hochi Yak, to take vengeance against the Saiyans. Gozigos, what do you have? On the last episode of Dragon's Ball, a guy wants revenge, so he sends a thing to Earth, and now Philly, Killy, Oin, Gloin, Dvalin, Balin, Bifur, Bofur, Bombur, Dori, Nori, Ori, and Patrick Stewart must fight. As I mentioned, this was a shorter one. It was about half an hour long, so... Not many notes you'll be happy to hear. This You should be able to tell by your podcasting app how long this episode is, but it shouldn't be a long one. The OVA starts with narration about a advanced civilization before showing the planet consumed by war against the Saiyans. We cut to one of the planet's inhabitants having completed his grudge application device, which he's named Hachihak. Hachihak? Hachihak that he created to absorb the grudge of his people. Before he can think about what the device will actually do with that grudge, and therefore give us some exposition, the doors are blasted inwards, which shocks him from the ladder that he's climbing, but not before he hits the activation button. Some kind of mist rises from him and several corpses as Hachihak launches itself into space. Years pass, and for no apparent reason, a being appears inside Hachihak and prepares to take its revenge. And then we get the title. I like, I like well, first of all, I was watching the first bit of the anime, and um, my subtitles weren't working, so I thought maybe he was, like, chanting something in Japanese. It was then that I realized that, you know, it was in Japanese, and I really regretted my life because <laughs> I remembered Goku's voice. And from there, I regretted the rest of my <laughs> the rest of my journey. <laughs> Go on. Did, did you remember Gohan's voice, which is the same Gohan voice? Gohan is so much better than Goku, though. Like, oh my god, it's the same actor. Yeah. Yeah, but it fits Gohan. I don't know. 
yeah, it's like Goku was taking steroids and that his voice took a hit. He went high-pitched. I mean, the, if you didn't know about the original Dragon Ball series, that's what you tell people. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I had once a friend tell me, Goku in Japanese going Super Saiyan sounds like you put a can in the dryer. From the title, we get we cut to Earth, where a dark orb appears in orbit and mist descends from it. This is seen by people on the surface, who suddenly start coughing. Over at the Capsule Corp building, Goku teleports in with Team Gohan, joining Team Trunks, Bulma, and Piccolo. Bulma turns on the news, which is telling people not to go outside. The reporter is outside as she says this. Oh Jesus, is it coronavirus? <laughs> Are they responsible for coronavirus? People from another planet? You're, you're saying that Destron gas is what's causing coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah, I buy it. Apparently the thing in orbit has released devices which are dispersing the gas, making everyone sick. You know, everyone apart from the reporter. Bulma reveals that it's Destron gas. The Decepticons in the Japanese version of Transformers are called the Destrons, which made me laugh at the name Destron gas. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? They gather Transformers farts and put them in capsules and spread it on Earth. <laughs> it's revealed that the gas will destroy every living thing apart from Goku, Piccolo and that reporter. She doesn't explain why Goku and Piccolo won't be affected, and you'd expect it would be targeting Saiyans, so Goku would be in greater danger? Yeah, I was thinking that she will say that if you got this power level, then you're immune, or something. But Which is I, kind the, of insulting to her husband. <laughs> well, he wasn't there yet. And also, he sucks. <laughs> so Piccolo is stronger than Vegeta confirmed. Or it might be because he has no junk. You heard it here first, folks. Bulma says that they have 70 days before everyone on Earth is dead. Obviously, apart from Goku, Piccolo, and that one reporter. Vegeta strides in, saying that he knows exactly who unleashed the mist. A race that his father once destroyed. In fact, the civilization that lived on the planet that became Planet Vegeta. So that's a heck of a coincidence. I like that. Like he's continuously the best character in those in this series. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Like my father killed some people. Now they are trying to kill us. <laughs> we caused a genocide, so they're trying to cause a genocide. Eh? It happens. That's so funny. The gathered Z fighters go to destroy a nearby Destron gas generator and fail. The gas creates freezer out of it, and the fighters are gobsmacked that he's back from the dead, despite most of them having been resurrected at least once. <laughs> That's a really good point. The gas also then creates Cooler, Lord Slug, and Turles, for some reason focusing on characters from OVAs. And again, everyone is shocked. They fight, the baddies gaining the upper hand because they are made of smoke, and the Z fighters start to get overcome by the Destron gas, including Piccolo, and Goku, and probably that reporter too. Finally, you know, the reporter must have a lot of power level. As they're about to be destroyed, Bulma flies in and neutralizes the gas, but warns it might not last long if they don't destroy the OVA baddies quickly, which they do. 
Uh, Gohan then finally suggests that they were imposters and not the real things. Gohan proving he's the smart one of the group. Maybe just no one else fucking cares. They were here, now they're gone. Who cares if they were real or not? I mean, the other three, well, two of the other three like Saiyans like to get uh, in fights against stronger and stronger opponents, so... Goku talks to King Kai, who tells them to find the one behind this, as the rest of the planet was still suffering the effects of Destron gas. Uh, Goku looks up at the dark orb in the sky and says, it's there. Well, because it looks like a muffin to him. <laughs> a muffin button. He thought they might, they, they might have a muffin button over there. Uh, we cut to Dark Planet Lychee's fortress. Apparently the device turned into a planet over the years where the OVA baddies and Freezer's grudges have returned, and Lychee, the being who formed in Hyachi Hyak, monologues about how the grudge energy is growing and will birth the ultimate warrior, no, not the WWF wrestler, to carry out their revenge. How many perfect warriors has Dragon Ball had? Like, we had Cell, who could eat androids to become perfect. Um, Majin Buu, who also, strangely enough, ate people, and this guy who eats grudges. I'm starting to realize they eat a lot of people in Dragon Ball. You can't forget Broly. Who's Broly? I'm sorry, I stopped near there, because I was like, Broly's just too much. Broly's too perfect. Bro Broly is legendary. <laughs> that's, that's bigger than perfect. Oh, I apologize. Uh, Lychee is surprised by the Zed Fighters arriving, and so are we, as we didn't see them even leave West City. Yeah, I was also surprised. The machine is, is going to do its job, and wait, where do you come from? We don't know! Attack! <laughs> so they fight and destroy Lychee, but that just makes the machine 3D print a red and green enemy for them to fight named Hachihyak. Uh, Hachihyak kicks them for a bit until Trunks gets a lucky hit, and then Goku watches it beat Gohan and Trunks for a little while. Because he's Goku. Because Goku can count to 15, the tide of battle turns, while the others watch it beat Goku for a while. <laughs> it fire beam, they fire beams, the day is saved as they teleport safety, just in time to get a snack and also get in trouble with Chi-Chi. Credits. Well, I mean, that's worth mentioning that there is, like, around 10 to 15 minutes of screaming. <laughs> you know, as Dragon Ball does. <laughs> well, I didn't want to, to include that in the notes, like, screaming, and then more screaming, and then more screaming. <laughs> I actually want to go back and check, does Hachihyak's, like ability take 15 seconds to fire the first time, because I'm pretty sure it was like two or three seconds the first couple of times. It's because they were in the heat of battle and time passed by faster. After Piccolo kicks away the the first one, the, the one that's about to hit Gohan, Hachihyak turns to Piccolo and almost immediately fires one at him. So I'll ask, was this a good adaptation? Of the game? I have no <laughs> idea. Well, I actually looked up the game, and no. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's, miss <laughs> it's missing characters. There's a whole subplot where Baby Trunks is kidnapped. They don't summon the dragon at all. And, and there's only Dr. Lychee and Hachihyak that they fight. I mean, there's the, the smoke beings, but there's all sorts of random monsters created in the game. 
Oh shit, and there's no Dragon Balls in the Hall of EA, so it's false advertising. <laughs> the the game is it doesn't look great, but this was an adaptation of an adaptation of the game, so to be fair, the original version probably includes this stuff like trunks and Mr. Popo's not in this at all and he's he plays a big part at the start of the game. Anyone want to know? Hey, we got more Dragon Ball and screaming. Well, don't worry. I'll add the original OVA two part. No, no, OVA thank you. No, no, thank. No, thank you. Nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it next week. Well, I was thinking like. Damn they, it! I had to open my mouth. If they made it a two-parter, then it might have been better. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah, the original probably... was two parts. It, it, it was the Earth arc and then the space arc. Mm. So, what do you think? Is it a Yetta, a Nanny, or a Baka, Artura? Do I have to tell you? No, I, I know it's, it was a Yetta. <laughs> no, it was a Baka. Like, absolutely, it was horrible. I hate it. How dare you make me watch this? Sorry. Because, <laughs> I guess, what about you? Nanny. I, I enjoyed it well enough, but I, I wouldn't watch it again, probably. I give it a yatta. I enjoyed it. It was well put together, even if the storyline was a bit of nonsense. But yeah, I, I, I like Dragon Ball. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like the story is pretty cool, but it being condensed into 30 minutes really takes away from the impact it could have had. Yeah. Like, for the first time, I feel this was actually too short. They hit the guy, like, thrice, and then just beat him up with a Kamehameha, and that's it. It's just game over. Bye-bye. Then good news, next episode we'll do the two-part. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm in, I'll do it, I don't mind. Now, to be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the list, but we won't do it for a while. We'll we'll let ourselves forget this for the most part, so we won't see all of the plot twists coming. So does this deserve its My Animalist score of 6.60? Oh. I think it's a bit high, in my opinion, but... Again, it's mostly because it was kind of, like, too short. So maybe it's a good complaint to have. I, I feel like it's a little lull, because I feel like it's, like, faithful to the Dragon Ball uh, license. And, like, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball, you're, you'll enjoy that. So, like, it probably should be higher. I honestly think 6.6 .6 is about right. It's, as I say, while I enjoyed it, it's only just in the Yatta category, to be fair. Like, I I have this argument in my head. Like, it could be better, but then, like, would it really be Dragon Ball if it was? Like, I had ideas oh how God, to improve it, but then, it's, but then it's Dragon Ball. Like, the charm is that it is what it is. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure you could do a lot more without making it not Dragon Ball, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that about brings us to the end of the episode. Next episode, we'll be doing Dragon Quest Your Story. Unless a new series starts and gets three episodes in that's based on a video game. Maybe there will be Dragon Balls in that one. Well, you never know with dragons if you're going to see the wings, the tail, or the... Anyway, thank you for listening to the Pals Anime Lounge in Whittier. Thank you for subscribing wherever you found this episode. You can find more from us on GameGrid.com, find us on social media, or listen to the Greencast podcast. And until next time, game on.